Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 22. Okay, so today I thought I would talk about, well, this is probably going to be recorded over several days, whatever, it's messy action. Um, So anyway, I recently posted on Instagram, I post these stories using that dumb puffy face filter, Uh, but I just kind of do little clips of whatever the hell I'm doing. And there is this place here locally that I love. I went all the time. It's called Spring Creek. I may have talked about it on here earlier. I don't know. So anyway, anytime I need to like really just like clear my head, gain a new perspective on life or just chill the hell out, I'll run out to the creek, which I've been doing quite a bit lately. And so I went the other day and it was a little sketchy because this place is privately owned land and so you pull up to like this it's like a little house ish shed and it's an interesting group that run that run that little business you never know what you're gonna get and I live in Oklahoma so just use your imagination and so anyway it was like a kind of a sketchy-ish crowd up there And then I got down into, like, the area where you park, and I was like, holy shit, nobody is here but me. This is kind of creepy. Because this is also the same area where the Girl Scout murders happened way back in the day. And I hardly ever get scared when I go do things by myself. And I received quite a few messages from people wanting to know, like, how do you feel so comfortable doing things by yourself? And I thought it might be kind of a fun thing to talk about. So, and there's some... I have a few funny stories to go with that as well. I'm going to put a cough drop in my mouth because uh, I'm still battling the COVID. Not COVID, but the symptoms. So anyway, um, I for sure have not always felt comfortable doing things by myself. I think, um, you know, I the first time I really decided to do something by myself did not come easily. I, I've been single for quite a while. I mean, I'm not single now, but prior to this relationship I was single for quite a while and you know not all of our friends enjoy doing what we do and maybe we don't have that many friends if you know what I'm saying um I mean I do now but back then I didn't really I was pretty I pretty much kept to myself but anyway I really wanted to go to Turks and Caicos and I traveled extensively in my last job and so I had a lot of airline points And Turks and Caicos is not a cheap flight. And I couldn't find anybody that wanted to spend that money, that much money to go. And I wanted to go. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go by myself. And I think my plan going in is I was going to go by myself. And if anybody said anything, I was going to pretend I was there with someone, but they weren't feeling well. And they were taking a nap in the room. I probably had something stupid like that planned. Um... But I was like, forget it. I'm going. I'm tired of putting my life on hold. I want to go do these fun things. And I'm not going to run out and, like, get into a relationship I don't want to be in just to go do this. I'm just going. And so it was fine. Get to the airport. I think the airport was the first time I started feeling kind of weird because I was in line. And this is a popular, like, honeymoon location. (laughs) 
And the resort, I decided to go to the Club Med, which is 18 and over. So I was like, okay, at least I won't be like a whole lot of families. So anyway, I I got to the airport and you have to go through customs or whatever. And it's a tiny little airport. And so it was literally this huge line of people that were, they were either like coupled up or friends together and then me. Now, granted, I'm sure no one even noticed because nobody gives a shit, right? But I sure noticed. <laughs> and I was sitting there going, oh, my God, what have I done? Is this going to be the most awkward and uncomfortable trip ever? Whatever, I'm here, so let me go through it. So I got on the shuttle and instantly felt better because there were probably four people on the shuttle. There, Well, there are four or five. A couple of girlfriends that were there together. Me, this guy that was maybe five or six years older than me. And I think there maybe was one other person that was there alone. And and I can talk to strangers with zero effort. I love meeting new people. Love, love, love. Love hearing random people's stories. It's one of the things I miss about traveling. Because let me tell you, hunkered up to an airport bar, you hear a lot of crazy stories. I think I told the one about the guy who had the contract with his wife. Eh, we'll talk about that later maybe. Um, so anyway get to the resort it's pretty nice it's definitely a rundown resort it was kind of like a an 80s vibe but on the best stretch of beach there it's amazing and so I got checked in and it was a little uncomfortable because I was like okay what do I do do I just go sit on the beach by myself what do I, I had a lot of mind drama and I ended up I think I just wanted a drink. So I went to get a drink and I was sitting at this table by myself, very stiff and very like in my own head about how awkward this was. And this woman walked by and said, Hey, do you mind if I sit here? And she goes, I just need to chill. I go, no, go ahead. And so I introduced myself and I said, what's going on? I said, who are you? What's your story? And she's like, well, I forgot her name. She said, I'm here with a friend of mine who at the last minute invited me because she caught her fiance fooling around. And I was like, uh, do tell what is happening with that. And so apparently this has been a while, but apparently this woman was engaged and she booked the trip as an engagement present for him, like to surprise him. And she had to get on his laptop for something. I forget whatever. She just had to get on the laptop for something. And when she got on there, she found these videos of him at his bachelor party and <laughs> I, I'm going to have to put a TV MA on this and I know it's not TV but what am I going to say ear MA <laughs> anyway um, she found video of her fiance and his friends all having sex with prostitutes like where do you start with that train wreck I mean one the universe was totally looking out for her by helping her see that and two, what a genius. It just goes to prove men are fucking morons sometimes. I'm sorry if you're listening and if you're a man. But you guys are just, you make it too easy for us, you know? You make it too easy. If you're going to be an idiot, at least have intelligence. If you're going to be up to some shady shit, use a brain. I'm just kidding. Don't be up to shady stuff. Sorry. It slips out every now and then. So anyway, obviously she was distraught, ended the relationship immediately, and asked this girl, let's say her name's Lisa asked Lisa if she wanted to go last minute and so she's like yeah so I said yeah she goes but the problem is my girl's so depressed she won't leave the hotel room so here I am by myself I've got nothing to do and I was like uh I'm here by myself we could just freaking have fun 
we'll just create our own little crew. And and so Lisa was super interesting. She was a phone sex operator, a political consultant, oh, and a Pilates instructor. I was like, oh, what? Let's talk because I know she had stories. And I'm sure I asked for all kinds of stories, especially with the phone sex operator stuff. And I know she gave me some, but I honestly would have to make something up at this point. I don't remember any of those. So we hung out quite a bit. We ended up meeting this guy from Arizona. She was from Florida, I believe. We met a guy from Arizona who was an uber dork, obsessed with Lisa. He was head over heels in love with her. And he would, <laughs> he kept trying to act all cool. Like he would sit by the pool when the, he would like sit pretty close to us. And like he would try to sing along to the song that they were playing. But he couldn't because he didn't really know the words. You know what I mean? Like where someone's like trying to act all cool and like hip and chill. And it was so funny. It was so dorky. But we actually ended up really liking the guy like just on a friendly level. But the poor guy was in love with Lisa and totally he would get us drinks because they didn't have a swim up bar, which is a no, no, in my opinion. But so he would get us drinks. He would literally do anything we asked him to do. We probably took that. May, took a little advantage of that but it was fun and then finally her friend I think it was probably a couple days her friend finally surfaced and we were like hey we have this super fun crew and then we met a guy from New York City I can't remember his story but he's a very young guy I think he was like a he worked on Wall Street um he was fun. He was fresh off of a breakup, so a little angry, a little aggro towards the ladies. Um, but it was fun. We ended up creating this whole little crew that we hung out the whole time, and it was so fun because it's like, this is awesome. I'm like, I fucking love solo vacations because I can literally go do whatever I want, whenever I want, and if I want to hang out with people, I just hang out with my new crew or I go make another friend. So fun. So... Uh, had a great time. It really was. I was like, this is probably the best vacation I've ever taken. I went snorkeling by myself. I went and got on the boat. I was just like, no, I'm in it. I'm going to be my own best friend on this trip. And we're just going to go have a damn good time. <laughs> and uh, they had theme parties every night. And the last night there was, um, cannot think of, I don't remember. I think it was like a beach party. Like they actually grilled stuff down on the beach. Well, the guy I met on the shuttle, let's say his name is Alan. I ran into Alan a few times throughout my trip, but he was definitely not in the thick of things. And we would always say hi and just kind of casually chat or whatever. And a little flirty, maybe. And and so the last night he came out and he walked over and was just like, hey, how's your trip been? And he's like, chatting me up and stuff. And... Lisa and the crew they're like oh my god you've got to go talk to this guy he's totally into you and so we were sitting there chatting and I said so so what uh, I said I haven't seen you much what have you been working on what's have you had a good time yada 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 and he's like yeah he said I'm actually here writing a book and I said oh interesting I go what is your book about and he said I don't remember all the specifics, but I started getting a real sketchy vibe. Like, I mean, this guy definitely looked like a businessman. Like, he looked very, 
uh, like buttoned up and together. But then as I started talking to him and my intuition, I'm telling y'all, is like fire. I think I've always had really good intuition in spidey senses. But now that I've like done so much work on myself and I'm like really in tune with myself, it is like it's like I have a private investigator living inside me that sees through all the bullshit. <laughs> it's a blessing and it's a curse. Um, just ask people close to me. It's not always a good thing for them anyway. So I uh, so I was like, okay, so I'm sure it's kicking off with this guy. This is not a normal situation. And he's like, yeah, he said, you like serial killers? And I'm like, huh, what? And he's like, do you like serial killers? I'm like, well, I really do like true crime. I like answer it all politically. I'm like, yeah, I love true crime and this and that. And I go, well, is that what you mean? And he's like, no, like the way they operate and kind of like, he said, you know, like their thought processes and how strategic. And I was like, oh God, am I going to get killed tonight? <laughs> I was like, I think I might die on this island. And I look over at old Lisa, who's totally chatting up New York, New York guy at this point. Those two were totally hitting it off. And I was like, I said, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if I've thought about it that much. And he starts like going into all this detail about the psychology and look a creepy little look on his face. And I said, tell you what, I'm calling it a night. I think I'm going to go. And... He said, oh, okay. And so I walk over to Lisa and I'm like, like a girl, check this shit out. This guy's a serial killer. And she's like, Michelle, he's right behind you. (laughs) Is he? And she's like, yep. And I go, awkward. And so I turn and I look at him all awkwardly and I'm like, what's up? And he's like, not that I figure I just walk you to your room. And I go, yeah, I'm good. And he goes, well, it's late. You want to make sure you're safe. And I go, I'm safe. And he goes, but seriously, I could walk you to your room. And I go, seriously, dude, I'm good. Now, granted, this version of me would have handled that way different. I was very non-confrontational back then. Um, So finally, New York stepped in. It was either New York or the Arizona guy stepped in and said, ah, no worries, buddy. We got it. We'll walk her. And the guy wouldn't leave. It was so sketchy. It took him a while to finally just leave me the hell alone. But I was like, oh, my God, that is so freaking creepy. Um, But all in all, so that guy was there. Maybe he was a serial killer writing an autobiography. I don't know. I don't know. But thank God it was the last night. Um, But I think that was pretty much the end of the trip. But, God, we had such a good freaking time. And we actually had a group text going for quite some time because we, Arizona, our Arizona guy, that dude would text us like every three days, like, hey, when can we get together? I'll buy the plane tickets. He was desperately trying to hook up with Lisa. And, spoiler, Lisa ended up hooking up with the New York guy that night. I think they actually dated for quite a while. But anyway, so that was my first trip. Had a great time. It made me feel a lot more comfortable uh, traveling solo. And so the next trip I took by myself was Cozumel. And I was like, oh, this is a gorgeous resort. So I made sure I got a place with a nice room and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I just in my head imagine it's going to be the same. It's an adult-only resort. And so I think, oh, it's going to be the same thing, right? It's going to be so fun. Well, let's just say I went to a swingers resort and I didn't know it. So if you paint 
if you imagine this, there's a resort full of people swapping room keys, and then me with my self-development books and my little snorkel set out there, little snorkeling around looking at fish like a 12-year-old boy, it was quite a scene. And I did not understand what was happening at first. I was like, what in the hell is going on here? I was like, why is this such a weird vibe with people? And I was because like, I love to talk to people in random strangers and I'm not always super observant to what is going on around me. And it, it, I think it took me a day or two to go, oh, this is a freaking swingers resort. That's what's going on. Did I let it phase me? Nah, dude. I stuck with my original plan. I just did a lot of room service. I uh, kept reading my little books, breaking down my little goals and snorkeling. I literally snorkeled every single day for about six hours. It was it was actually pretty fun. Cozumel has some great little sea life. Is that what it's called? And so I just was out there. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You picture the scene. It's all these couples up drinking, having fun, and then me just snorkeling around down by the beach. Uh, so damn funny. Um, so that one wasn't anywhere near as fun. That was more just like, eh, whatever. I'll just really do my own thing. And I, uh, I made the best of it, of course. But it was very much a solo, solo trip. Um, I'm sure I've taken others. I don't know why I can't think. I think I've gone to Turks and Caicos a few times by myself. Um, but yeah, I will. I've watched a movie by myself. I went to the movie theater by myself only once, but way less awkward than I thought it would be. And I'm down. I do anything now. I go hiking by myself. Whatever. I'm totally down. And I actually have gotten to where I almost prefer the solo stuff because, you know, it's just good to check out and go within and just be. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I never feel scared. I mean, every now and then, like, there was one time I was hiking and I saw this sketchy guy and I go, oh, my God, I got to pretend I'm not alone. And so I acted like I was talking to someone that was on the trail behind me. But the guy ended up coming towards me, so he knew I was pretending. Because <laughs> there was nobody on the trail. But anyway, for the most part, I hardly ever get scared. And I'm always very alert. And I take mace with me. And I always have my little exit strategy, my escape plan. Not that I ever think I would actually be able to pull any of those off. Because they all require me to run. And... Not so sure that would happen as easily in real life as I think I would in my head. But I've had a lot of fun doing things by myself, genuinely. And I think it was in 2020 I did this thing where I called it my year of discomfort. And every week I had to do something that made me feel uncomfortable, like to get out of my comfort zone. COVID came and shot that shit down real quick. Shut it down. But... For the first three months of the year, I really did some cool things by myself that I would have never done. Like I went to a belly dancing class. I went to some smash something place where I met up with a bunch of random school teachers and we went and smashed stuff in uh, at this little room. It's where you go. It's like stress release. <laughs> um, so if you are someone who wants to do things solo and you haven't been... Start small and just stick with it. And just treat it like you're your own best friend. You're just hanging out with your own bestie. It's so fun. And I always talk to myself in my head, sometimes out loud, like all the time, seriously. 
um, that's why it's dangerous that I accidentally pocket dial people all the time because I do talk to myself. And I sent, God, who did I send that to? Oh, my God. I sent, I think it was like a 20-minute voice memo. I think it might have been longer than that. I sent a freaking 20-minute voice memo. Guarantee I was talking to myself during that 20 minutes to a coach that I used to work with. And she responded and goes, um, hey, don't think you meant to send this. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? I literally pocket opened an app that I never use. Like, what are the chances? I pocket opened an app that I never use. I somehow hit a person. I touched the part where her name was. Then I somehow touched the record part. And then I somehow touched the send part. What am I doing? I do it all the time. My my poor friend Lisa, I freaking pocket FaceTime her. I have probably pocket FaceTimed her like 22 times. One of which, I was in the freaking bath. And I picked up my phone and I saw a video of me. And it says, calling Lisa. And I was like, holy shit. I threw my phone. I was like, oh my God. What if she had answered that? <laughs> and I think it's this new phone because I've never had this problem before. So I think it's just harder to like... I don't know, whatever it's called, close the screen or whatever. I don't know, but it's dangerous. I got to figure that shit out. So yeah, so that is my solo stuff. So hopefully that was entertaining. I'm sure there have been other trips I've taken solo. But I tell you what, I love a solo vacation. I really do. Obviously going with other people is nice too, but I think a solo vacation is good for the soul. It's a good little reboot. It's um, it's a lot of fun. So if you are single and you're in the same boat I was where you're like, I'm so freaking tired of not having anyone to do super fun things with and you don't have friends to do those fun things, challenge yourself to get out and do it by yourself and just have fun with it. Seriously, just pretend. If you feel super awkward, just pretend it's an assignment from your life coach. <laughs> If someone's like, oh, why are you here alone? You go, oh, this is homework for my life coach. Just say that if you feel awkward and just do it. It's so freaking fun. And you'll meet some amazing people and life is short. Go do the things. Um, And you never know. Maybe you'll end up at a swingers resort snorkeling around looking like a little uh, weirdo. (laughs) Okay, so I'm back. I see that I have 22 minutes recorded already on this episode and I have no clue what the hell I even talked about. I really don't. It's been about a week. <laughs> it's been about a week, but I cannot handle the sound of my own voice. So we're just going to throw it out there. But a few things, one of which is interesting story. A couple years ago, I don't know. I always say that a while back. Um, <clears throat> I was looking for cleaning tips on YouTube. And don't come at me. I know that's a very hip and exciting (laughs) but I go through these phases and TikTok there's even a cleaning side of TikTok and my girl Brooke if you're listening I know you know what I'm talking about so anyway several years ago I was like god I wonder if there's any like cool little cleaning tips so I hop on YouTube I don't know what the hell I searched but this video comes up of a woman I think she was like cleaning a bathroom and there were like five million views I'm like what the hell I'm like oh my god she must like have some pretty cool tips. <laughs> I'm like, she must have some really cool tips. So I'm watching the video and she is, she's in a pretty small bathroom. She's spraying the 
the mirror down and she's like whispering and I'm like what in the hell is going on why is she whispering and I'm like it's just Windex and I keep watching and I'm like oh this is so weird there is nothing unique here why is this woman why does this video have so many views I was like I couldn't quite understand I was like oh maybe something happens to her (laughs) maybe something happens to her like midway through that's like crazy and people shared it and it went viral No, I get through the video and none of that. It's literally a woman in just a basic ass little bathroom doing this weird cleaning thing where she's wiping stuff down. She's like whispering and I'm like, this is so weird. So I start reading the comments and there were thousands of comments and I'm like, what is happening? So I start reading the comments and it's like a guy going, hey, next time could you spray longer? And I was like, what the hell is this? And I keep reading, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. Could you whisper quieter? And I'm like, what in God's green earth have I found here? What did I stumble on? This is probably about 10 years ago. And and something on there said ASMR. And it was back before everybody knew what it was. And I was like, ASMR? So I called my boss at the time, Chris, and I said, dude. Uh, check this weird stuff out I found. I called him the next day. I go, check out this weird stuff I found. <laughs> and of course, he's like, why are you, how, how did you find this and what are you searching for? And I go, no, I was looking for freaking cleaning tips and I ended up on this creepy ass little sitch. So ASMR, I don't fully understand it still, but it's like this weird... I don't even know. I mean, you could Google it. Most people, I think, know what it is now because it's pretty mainstream. But basically, um, it's something to do with, like, soft noises and certain sounds. And there are people who have, I don't know, it's part of their freaking DNA or something. Um, They have, like, this immense satisfaction relaxation or something I don't know it's a little weird a little weird so anyway last night I was doing my TikTok scroll before bed which if you're not doing that what are y'all doing with your time before bed I mean it's just so amazing and TikTok is just the most random it's like walking through Times Square is that what it's called Times Square that does not sound right Times Square no what the hell is it called (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But it's like walking through. That does not sound right. Times Square? No, whatever. Anyway, it's like walking through that area in New York City. You never know what you're going to find. So anyway, last night I was scrolling through and there was a woman with a doll head, like a, a mannequin head with a wig on it. The wig was wet and it had shampoo in the hair. And she had plastic skeleton hands like the kind you'd see on like a life-size maybe a little smaller in life-size a life-size skeleton um like for Halloween or whatever and she was using these freaking little skeleton hands to wash the hair this was the ASMR and y'all thousands of people were watching I didn't actually go in and watch I just kind of had the preview of it and I was like what the hell is happening (laughs) Now, I will be honest, I haven't seen it in a while now that I mention it, but I somehow ended up on the ASMR kinetic sand TikTok. I could watch people cut that sand with a knife for 17 hours without taking a break. It is so 
enjoyable. It's so relaxing. And I even bought my own kinetic sand. And I was like, oh, it's like a stress reliever. And so I tried to like, if I was on a coaching call or whatever, I'd grab a little handful of it on the down low and just a little mush it around because it was pretty relaxing while I was just listening to my clients and stuff. Uh, But the problem is I started getting that shit all through my keyboard everywhere. That sand is a disaster. It's an absolute freaking mess. But I'm telling you, if you do not know what I'm talking about with the kinetic sand, go to YouTube, go to TikTok and search ASMR kinetic sand and tell me it's not amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm such a freaking weirdo. Um, The other thing, oh, had coffee with Barb today. It has been a little hit or miss with the old coffee sitch, but for some reason, Barb thought I wasn't home. I don't know why. My car's always in the garage. I don't know, don't know why. She seemed very surprised to see me. Um, but we had a great one. Winnie had her hair curled. Barb looked cute as ever. She has this little button-up, uh, long sleeve button-up that I love. It's white and has a bunch of little teddy bears on it holding hearts. It's so cute. So Barb kind of filled us in on what's going on with her. She's doing pretty good. She had a doctor's appointment. Her memory's really bad. And I'm like, same girl, same. We could, I would probably lose a memory challenge with Barb. It's pretty bad. Um, but she had to go take some tests. Uh, she hasn't got the results back from that yet. Uh, but all in all, she looks good. She said church was a late night. Oh, so, so funny. She said, uh, she's like, girl. You know, my hair, sir, is getting thin. And um, and when he's like, yeah, mine too. It's what happens when you get older. And Barb's like, well, not. I'll just make up names because I don't remember them. <laughs> uh, and she's like, well, you should have seen Celeste. Girl, she's trying to act like she has thick hair by using like a blow dryer or something. or spraying a bunch of hairspray, but you can see right through it because she doesn't have that much hair. And I could not stop laughing. And Barb said, and you know, I mentioned to Susie, you know, my hair sure is thinning out and I don't like it. And she said, do you know, Celeste looked over me and said, you should go to my hair lady. She could make yours big like mine. And Barb's like, oh, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, let's see, Winnie, her friend that was dating, for those of you that have listened, she had a friend that was online dating and wanting to go from zero to 60 real fast. And of course she's older, right? That's what they do. Uh, not what they do, but it's not like you have a ton of time to burn. It's like, let's just get her done here. So she did a little cyber stock on a guy after one date. And I, I forget how that went. Eh, one of the episodes back. Um, but I asked her about that friend I said how are things going there and she's like she's getting married this weekend and I'm like no kidding and she said yeah she met the guy in June the end of June and I'm like okay so that's three months two and a half months (laughs) and I said well good for her good for her hey if it makes sense do it (laughs) do it and then those two Barb and Winnie both started going off about they don't want another man. They're going to stay single. So much easier. So much easier. And they are spitting facts. Not that you can't be happy in a relationship, but being single is very simple. It's a very simple life. 
can certainly get boring too. Um, what else? Oh, Barb was pretty cute. She was concerned that my boyfriend hadn't been over that much and wanted to know if everything was okay. She, this was the other day I talked to her. She actually called me over as I was bringing groceries in. So she said, uh, are things okay with you and your boyfriend? And I said, yeah, why? And she's like, well, he hasn't been there as much. And I said, well, he's super busy. It's football season and all that. And I've got a lot of stuff going on um, with work because I'm trying to like make up for COVID uh, being pretty much MIA for a couple weeks. Um, And she's like, well, I want you to know I feel a lot safer when he's there because think about it. We're just a bunch of single women without him over there. And if a serial killer comes through here, at least I know he could stop him. And I'm like, well, we should talk to him about that. (laughs) We should probably talk to him about that before we go uh, assigning that responsibility to him. But it was really cute, really cute. And Barbara and my guy are pretty similar. They both love television. They both love food. They love it. Um, and they were both, they both have family in the same town in California, which is pretty cute. Um, and what was the other thing? So there was that. So that was kind of sweet. I thought that she feels safer when he's here. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, God, this was so funny when he said... Now, I don't want to get in your business, which means she's taken a 747 jet straight into my business. Not stopping for fuel either. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let's have at it. And she said, um, well, now I'm wondering if you've been too distracted. And I'm like, what is she talking about? I go, what do you mean? And she's like, well, now that you have a boyfriend and stuff, is it a big distraction for you, you think? And I said, well, no, I go, maybe in the beginning, just because it was so fun and new, it was kind of a distraction. I go, but no, I I think I'm doing pretty good at keeping my stuff together. And she's like, well, I couldn't help but notice. She said, well, both of us couldn't help but notice that you didn't take your trash out a couple times. And I go, oh, I totally forgot. And she's like, yeah, but you never forgot. (laughs) You never forgot before. And I go, yeah, but it has nothing to do with the boyfriend. It just, I changed my morning routine. And she looked at me all skeptical, like bullshit. And I go, um, seriously, I changed my morning routine. And, and so I had to like, just explain it to her. I said, normally what I do when I wake up, I grab my coffee. What is it? Oh, sirens. I are they coming here? Hmm. I could pause this. I always get nervous. Um. Oh, God, I think they are. Let's see. Look at this live action. Shh. What is it? What do we have going on? Oh, fire truck. Oh, they're stopping right there. It's not Barb's house, though. Interesting. It's actually stopping at the house, uh, the new people next to Barb. Well, this will give us all kinds of shit to talk about next week. I hope everything's okay. Um, So anyway, I said, no, normally what I would do is get my coffee. I'd sit at the dining room table with my little journal, my little worksheets, my little homework, sip on my coffee, do my little social scroll, and... And I'd sit there and do that in the mornings, which 
I overlooked the front yard. So that's how I could see what the neighbors across the street were up to. And I would inevitably, I'd get up pretty early. So I'd see, oh shit, they have their trash cans out. I better go put mine out. And so I don't do that anymore. Now I sit on the back patio and drink my coffee while the dogs are out there playing. The dogs being mine and my boyfriend's who she's pretty much living with me. I love this little nugget head. And they play quite a bit, which is cute. So anyway, oh, another fire truck. Huh. wonder what's going on. That's weird that there would be two fire trucks. It must be a medical thing because they're not like pulling a hose or anything. Oh, wait, are they? What's that guy doing? Oh, God, I better text. Better text Winnie. If she hasn't already. Let's see. Look at this. You guys are getting like a, it's like a real behind the scenes look at my life hey girl two fire trucks next to barb's house two fire trucks a girl barb's not a texter two fire trucks well this guy's putting his fire suit on is that what it's called a fire suit two fire trucks next to barb's house okay and I said, so now I go sit out back so the dogs can play. And it's cooler. And I love a freaking fall morning. And and I don't do my little homework and journaling at the dining room table anymore. I do it on my computer. Um, and she's like, mm-hmm. And I said, no, seriously. <laughs> I go, seriously. Because I sit out back now so I don't see the trash cans out. And it was just, it's so funny to you. It's so fucking funny to me. And... I asked her, I said, how are things going with your neighbor there on the corner? She had some problems with them having too many garage sales, and she had to call that into the city, and it's a whole thing. And she said, well, let me tell you something. They're up to something fishy, because I noticed it seems like they're gone for a week, and then they're back. And she said, I want you to know the other day I went into my backyard, and or no, I went up into the front yard to trim my bushes and whatnot, and... I found a bag from, I don't know where it was from, Lowe's. She says, I found a bag from their yard that blew into mine from Lowe's with a receipt and everything in it. And she said, now let me tell you something. They paid cash. Nobody pays cash. (laughs) The FBI blood that runs through Winnie's veins is freaking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um... And so it's the details. She doesn't miss the details. Uh, what else did we talk about? Her son's doing okay. We didn't talk much about him. He's enjoying his place with his new land, new place with land or whatever. Barb talked once again about the publisher's clearinghouse. She's, they've really been hitting her up. And it's kind of working. And so she filled this in on like, well, you guys, you know, it's not just the $12 million. Now it's a new... I forget what kind of car. And I get to pick the color and everything. And, of course, Winnie looks at me like, here we fucking go. She gives me the look. And she goes, now look, it's idiots like this. (laughs) It's idiots like this that keep these people in business. And I go, oh, come on. She's not giving them anything. Um, But it's so cute. She'll save her mail that she gets from them to show us so we can let her know if it's legit or not. And thank God she doesn't fall for any of it. But it's crazy to me that the publisher's clearinghouse is somehow still in business. Is it just some guy that like lives in an apartment somewhere that 
just sends a shit ton of mail and calls a bunch of people. Oh, well, there goes that fire truck. Sorry, y'all. You got this uh, neighborhood. Never a dull moment. Well, actually, there's quite a few. Quite a few dull moments. But anyway, I think that was pretty much the gist of it. Is that everything we talked about? They're both doing really well. They are. We talked about Seeking Sister Wives, um, which is a show on TLC, which is such a train wreck. I mean, if you're into reality shows and train wrecks, watch it. Because... There is a couple. Okay. There's a couple in there. The guy's a little goofy. The wife, they're both kind of very meek and mild and just normal, right? Just a normal couple. And he convinced the wife that he wants, he's supposed to get a second wife. It's part of his mission in life, right? So he finds this, like, Puerto Rican woman with the full BBL who's got the long hair and gorgeous. And of course, she wants to come over to America. So it's like 90 Day Fiance meets Seeking Sister Wife. Of course, she wants to come to America. So they bring her, they fly her to Cancun or something. And you guys, the wife, you can tell, is not on board. She's a little nervous to be honest about it. Um, and this guy's a complete jackass, which is not a shock. Come on at this point. Um, so you can tell she's not super comfortable with it, but she's trying really hard to be a good sport. And they, what was it? They, they had two rooms. And so the first night she was going to sleep alone and those two were going to have their own room. And I don't know if she called or if she texted or just went to the room. I can't remember that part. But she jumped in to <laughs> This is so awful. She jumped in to cuddle with them. And she was obviously feeling alone and probably very intimidated, as she probably should. So she jumped to bed. Well, she didn't realize they had just hooked up. Like, hooked up. And the girl the next day, I can't do her accent, but she's like, I think we need to. I can't do it, so I'm not going to be offensive. Um I think we need to tell her what happened. And these women know what they're doing. Women know. We all know the games we're playing. There's hardly any move that isn't thought out in a situation like that. There's so much crafting and manipulation going on. So this woman, under the guise of, I want to be a good sister wife to her, so we need to be honest with her that we had just hooked up before she jumped in bed. She absolutely knows it is going to be like dropping kryptonite, not kryptonite, dynamite into a cave. So they break that to her at breakfast and the girl looks completely distraught. The woman, the OG wife. It's so sad. So sad. The rest of the vacation is basically like this jackass and the new woman on their honeymoon while... His poor wife is either, like, awkwardly the third wheel, where even, like, the guy they go on the boat with, he can't quite figure out what's going on. So she's either awkward, awkwardly the third wheel, or she's not even near them. She's, like, sitting on a beach 10 miles away from them, trying to pretend to be happy with these cameras in her face. So I'll wrap this up, because this is a lot of rambling. So anyway... He convinces her to divorce him so that he can legally marry 
the Puerto Rican woman. And he has to be able to do that in order for her to get her green card or whatever it is for her to come to the U.S. So it's all a shit show. A complete shit show. She is distraught. Her family doesn't like it naturally. She's nervous that this woman's going to move over and he's just going to leave her. Cross your fingers is what I say. If the universe could deliver you that gift, <laughs> cross your fingers. So, um, oh, shoot, where was I? Oh, this fucking 51st dates memory of mine. Where was I? Okay, so they get a divorce. So fast forward to the new season. For some reason, she hasn't been able to come back in a while from Puerto Rico to the U.S. I think there's something going on. Somebody in her family's sick or something. So the original wife, and I know like I know like I know, and I hope somebody listening has watched this and will freaking email me. She has this whole plan maneuvered out and ready to just drop her own dynamite into the cave. So she says to the husband, what's her name? Roberta. Roberta is the one, the new wife. She says to her husband, I think we need a third wife. I feel a calling for a third wife. And I'm telling you right now, she is only doing that because she knows it is dynamite in Roberta's cave because shit is hitting the fan already. So she's convinced him to go interview or date potential third wives. Knowing Roberta's stuck in Puerto Rico, She's not even part of this. She knows what's happening. She knows she's going to make it all come to a miserable end. And I got to tell you, I'm here for it. I'm here to watch it all. So if you need a new show, check it out. It's called Sister Wives, Seeking Sister Wife. It's on TLC. Some of these will make you want to, uh, I don't know, drink bleach, stab yourself with a fork. It's like... It's so uncomfortable and awkward and cringy, but my God, I can't look away. I'm so fascinated by that lifestyle. And for those of you that have listened for a while, you know there was a point where I was basically an MLM promoting sister wives and that lifestyle. So I have since moved on. (laughs) I have since moved on. So anyway, I told Winnie and Barb about uh, the situation, about that show. And when he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I will watch it at some point. And Barb's like, girl, if I was in Mexico and my husband was in another room with another woman, I'd just go to sleep. (laughs) And I go, rightfully so, Barb, rightfully so. That's about the amount of energy that guy deserves. So anyway, it's a great show. If you freaking watch it, man, I would love to hear your thoughts on Roberta and the new potential third wife. If you think that's all part of her little plan, which I guarantee it is. So anyway, all right, I'm going to stick a fork in this episode and call it done. It is September 8th, 2022. I'm closing up my relationship reboot group on Monday, September 12th, 2022. So if you're in a relationship and you're a woman, because I only work with women, if you're in a relationship and you're like either on the fence about whether you want to stay or go, or you're exhausted, frustrated, tired of nothing changing, all the bullshit, check it out because it's beta priced. It's going to be freaking awesome. It's going to change everything for you. And it's all about you. It's not about your significant other. We do not need their participation. In fact, we want them to show up like they always do because this is about you and cleaning up your side of the street. And it's 
freaking awesome and confusingly effective. So I'm really excited to do this as a group. I've put several one-on-one clients through this process I created. I myself am going through this process and it's just pretty damn fascinating. And it's a fun group. There are so many badass women signed up right now that are so diverse and in different stages of relationship that you guys are going to learn so much from each other. So if this is an area you need help in, check it out. It's $222. It's literally nothing for 12 weeks. It is going to help you guaranteed. And if you get in there and you don't like it for whatever reason, full refund, no questions asked. Um, So I will post that information in the show notes. If you're interested, I would love to have you. Click on the link, read the details. You can sign up there. There's a Q&A section at the bottom where I answer frequently asked questions. And if you have any other questions that aren't included there, just drop me an email. But anyway, thank you for listening. Um, And I'm just going to start doing these, like I said, just as I go. Um, And this is a long one, so I'm going to shut the hell up. All right. Have a good day.